Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone, welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast, episode number 59. Today we are talking all things weekend weight gains. So many of you are sharing that you find it difficult to not gain weight over the weekend. So today I'm talking to you about what you can do to make your weekends work for you. But first, I want to invite you to a free masterclass, Five Steps to End Emotional Eating. The class is taking place on Tuesday, the 26th of October at 7.30pm UK time. To find out all the details and to register, go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash masterclass. Also, if you are in one of my programs, if you're in the Lose Weight Live Life membership or in a mastermind or a private coaching client, then I'm really pleased to tell you that I have created a worksheet for you to help you apply what you learn here in this episode. That worksheet is called the Weekend Weight Gain Worksheet and it's available to you in your program portal now. And for those of you in the membership or mastermind, there will also be a link posted in your private members only Facebook group. I'm really excited to be offering you additional support to help you apply what I share in the podcast to your life. Okay, so today I'm talking to you about what to do if you have a pattern of losing weight during the week and gaining it back at the weekend. This was totally me when I was losing weight. I found it comparatively easy to eat according to how I wanted during the week and planned to lose weight Monday through to 6pm Friday. Then after I finished work on Friday, I wanted to eat and drink all the things. In fact, it wasn't all the things. See what my brain just did there? It wanted to embellish and exaggerate. What I mean by all the things is that I would like to have a Friday night drink, a glass of wine or a gin and tonic or two, and have nibbles such as nuts and olives and crisps and dips, and also what I call picky foods, which might be some sort of like mushrooms in breadcrumbs or mini sausages, or other some sort of canapé type foods. And in addition to these nibbles, I would have been planning to cook a meal as well. Sometimes I didn't bother with the meal and just filled up on nibbles. Sometimes I would cook the meal and even though I was full from the nibbles, eat the meal as well. So then Saturdays would generally be okay, but then Sundays I would want to do a roast for the family and felt that the roast would be incomplete without some traditional pudding, which of course the kids never appreciated because they didn't enjoy traditional puddings. And I'm talking sort of like, you know, apple and blackberry crumble or sort of, you know, sticky toffee sponge puddings, different things like that. The kids would never appreciate really enjoy them so they either wouldn't have any or just have a little taste. My husband would also have a very small portion because he's type 1 diabetic and then what would happen is I would probably end up eating the rest throughout Sunday evening. I would just keep going back for a bit more and a bit more until it had all gone. So really what I'm sharing with you here is that my oh so challenging and disastrous weekend I'm really talking about two meals out of seven that were causing me a problem. 
Now, also the truth is that in my early days of my weight loss journey, I could gain weight during the weekend and still have a net negative loss for the week. And I was happy with that. So gaining weight on the weekend doesn't have to be a problem. So for me, for quite a large part of my weight loss journey, I was losing during the week, gaining a bit back at the weekend, having an overall net weight loss. The pace of my weight loss was, of course, much slower than it might have been. But for me, it was absolutely OK. This was working for me. I didn't feel deprived. It was, you know, easy. And so it was a way that I chose to lose weight. And it can be a way that you choose to lose weight, too, if that's what you're experiencing. If you're seeing that you're losing some weight during the week, gaining some of that back at the weekend, but having a net negative loss. And if that's working for you, then I encourage you to stick with that and carry on. But if it's not working for you, if you are gaining weight on the weekend and it is totally undoing your loss during the week or sort of tipping it the other way so you're resulting in a net gain over the week, then it's probably something that you want to look at and find some solutions for. Okay, and I want you to know that often the problem with overeating and gaining weight on the weekend is amplified because of how we think about it. Whether you are frustrated, annoyed or feel despair with yourself, and this is what I see a lot, for how you're eating, maybe you're frustrated with the scales for not showing you a number that you want to see, or you are frustrated with your body for maybe you're telling yourself that it's being so sensitive to having, you know, one dessert or one meal where you overate result in a weight gain, or just generally you're thinking that life is unfair because your friends are eating exactly the same way that you do and they're not gaining weight. When you're thinking thoughts like this, they are going to cause you to feel, as I said, frustrated or unhappy or some aspect of self-pity or despondent. And that is going to start showing up in how you're eating during the week as well. When we think thoughts like these that lead us to feel negative, it can lead to us starting to change how we eat during the week. For example, we might start being more restrictive with our food to make up for the weekend. And I think when we do this, it's maybe falling into a sort of a diet mentality thinking. It doesn't feel good. So if you notice yourself doing that, then there's something to explore there with regards to your relationship with food. And you may have some aspects of relationship with food that are left over from what you've learned from previous diet thinking. Or maybe you are thinking, why bother eating what I plan during the week? Because I'll only gain it back at the weekend. So I might as well just not bother at all. And of course, that's not going to help you get to where you want to be for the long term. But it's so easy to do that. When we're thinking in ways like this and changing our behavior, then we're more likely to give up or get stuck or not lose the weight and or gain it back. So let's explore how you can make weekends work for you as a part of your weight loss journey. And of course, like I often say, the first thing I really want you to do, I want to encourage you to do is to start gathering data. My story of weekend eating whilst I was losing weight that I just shared illustrated that my brain wanted to tell me that weekend eating was a problem for me. But the truth is that of the seven possible meals that I would have had over the weekend, including the Friday evening, only two of them were in truth a problem. Recognizing that I wanted to have strategies for two weekend meals and not the whole weekend feels so much more manageable, okay? When we think we need to change everything about our weekend, that can feel quite daunting. When we can pinpoint exactly what is going on for us, exactly what the obstacles are for us, 
we are going to feel so much more capable of making the changes we want to make. So when you're thinking about your weekend, I want you to get factual about what and when you are overeating and what the true impact on your weight is. I want you to notice if you're telling yourself that you're gaining loads of weight at the weekend, when the truth is that you're also not really eating how you want to be eating, how you've planned to be eating during the week. Maybe you have a few extra bits of food during the week and it's not really impacting the scales or you're not seeing the impact on the scales, but that could be contributing to what you're seeing on the scales on a Monday morning after the weekend. Remember, it always takes slightly longer for the effects of how we are eating to show up on the scales than we think it's going to. Notice, are you telling yourself that you've got a problem with overeating at the weekend and it's leading to weight gain when actually you have only gained weight on two out of the past six weekends. So really know whether this is something that is a problem for you every weekend, whether it's a pattern that is showing up every weekend or if it's only some weekends. It's really important that you know the facts and that you know your story. Both are going to give you really good insight into what you want to do differently, the strategies you want to put in place to help yourself, okay? The facts and the story, remember, they are not the same. Okay, so to help you know your story, you may want to ask and answer questions such as, how do I think I eat at the weekends? So I'll ask that question for yourself. How do I think I eat at the weekends? How do I think I should eat at the weekends to lose weight? And how do I want to eat at the weekend to lose weight? Okay, the three questions there, they're really going to be useful for you to answer for yourself to help you understand your story around weekend eating. Your story may be that you hardly eat anything at the weekend and yet you gain weight. You may think that you have one dessert and surely that can't lead to a gain on the scales on Monday morning or you only have one drink or you only drink one evening. Surely that shouldn't lead to a Monday morning weight gain. You tell yourself you're not eating much at all. That's the opposite side of the story. Or you, your story may be that you're totally out of control at the weekend. You eat until you can't move when you get a takeaway. And when you drink wine, you always end up overeating the next day because you feel hungrier. Really write your story as to what's going on for you and what you think about it. As I said, know your story. Then, as I mentioned, ask yourself how you think you should eat at weekends and why you think what you think about that you will have a very different perspective, okay? All of you will have very different perspectives. Your perspective is what you want to understand. You may think I should be able to treat myself with foods that I enjoy on the weekend. Otherwise, what's the point? You may think I should be able to eat differently to how I eat during the week and not gain weight. You may think I should be able to have a glass of wine and have dessert, order what I want from the menu when I am out with friends and not gain weight because of one meal. Or you may be thinking I should eat the same on the weekend as I do during the week because I really want to lose my weight, but I just can't. Or you might have thoughts like my family shouldn't ask to have a takeaway on the weekends because they know how difficult it is for me to not have pizza too. And then I gain weight and I feel awful. This is all about you exploring what you think the unwritten rules are, whether they are your own rules, your family's rules, your body's rules, or just life in general. When it comes to the weekend, what do you think should be different to how things are? So you want to know what your reality is, what your truth is, what is factual. You want to know what your story is and you want to know how you think it should be different. And then lastly, I want you to ask yourself what you want. How do you want to eat at the weekend and why? And for this question, I want you to explore the answers that initially come into your head. So if your brain tells you that you want foods that feel like a treat, you want to have a drink that you feel that you deserve, or you want to have foods that comfort you, I want you to really ask yourself, 
what is true about that and what is not true about that. If the foods that you are thinking are a treat are leading to you gaining weight, are they really a treat? Of course, you always deserve a treat, but aren't you really believing the foods that you're having are the treat you want them to be, okay? Is the food that you are thinking is giving you comfort truly giving you comfort if you're finding that it's also leading to you having a gain on the scales on a Monday morning and that is causing you an intense amount of discomfort, okay? So ask yourself what you want and then find your what is true about that and what is also not true, okay? Do you want to eat foods or eat in such a way that leads you to gaining weight? Why or why not? Remember, what are you seeking from the weekend and from your food is a feeling, okay? What you are seeking from the weekend and from your food is a feeling, always. And I'll talk more about how you remembering that can help you in just a moment. But before that, let's consider what is different for you during the weekend than during the week, because this is also going to help you. Okay, so scenarios that often come up when I ask you about this are celebratory occasions, not having to work, okay, as if it's easier when you're working. Also, having to work or being on a call at the weekend can create some challenges and obstacles. It could be that on weekends you're missing loved ones. It could be that on weekends you've got no time for you. Or it could be you've got too much time for you and you're lonely and you're eating to comfort yourself for that. It could be you feeling the weekend is about getting over a hard week. It could be family food traditions. And I'm sure there are lots of other reasons too, okay? But consider what is different for you about the weekend than what happens during the week, okay? Know that what makes the weekends different for you and then be curious about what it is about your circumstances that makes it easier for you to overeat, okay? So when you're looking at what's different about the weekend, you're going to uncover things that will be circumstantial, okay? Like literally, I don't have to go to work in the office, whereas I go to work in the office Monday through Friday. But you'll also notice that you've got thoughts and feelings that are also creating those differences. For example, if you're running around being a taxi service for your teenage children, you might find you're not making lunch at home like you planned because you're simply not there. So you grab a snack from the garage, okay? It's really worth taking the time to be aware of what's going on for you, okay? And notice, as I said, what the circumstances are and then how you're also thinking differently. So what is acceptable to you during the week in terms of your level of positive emotion. You might expect things to feel hard and difficult and tiring during the week, but you don't expect them to feel that way on the weekend. That is also part of what is creating the difference for you there. Okay, so then you get to what I think of as the fun bit, designing the weekend that you want. Now remember, everything that you want is because of how you think having what you want will make you feel, okay? So think about what feelings you want to get from your weekends. Do you want to feel relaxed? Do you want to feel free? Do you want to feel excited? Do you want to feel peace? Do you want to feel love or self-love? Do you want to feel energized? Do you want to feel connected to friends or family? Okay, and it's, it's going to be more than one, that's okay. Just really look at how you want to feel, what you want the weekends to create for you in terms of those feeling, those vibrations in your body. Once you've decided, check in with yourself again and observe how your approach to eating at the weekend is supporting you creating the feelings that you want and how your eating at the weekend is hindering you creating the feelings that you want. So your brain might be telling you that you're excited to eat a delicious dessert and that's creating a feeling of exciting for you at the weekend, but it's doing exactly the opposite, as I said, when you maybe the next day feel regret that you've eaten it, okay? So notice the feelings that are being created in the moment and the feelings that are created afterwards as well. 
Once you've identified how you want to feel about your weekend, think about what will create that feeling for you. For example, if you want to feel relaxed, you may think that to get to be relaxed, you don't have a jam-packed schedule of doing things for others, okay? You require a different to-do list for the weekend. You may think that in order to get relaxed, you want to have the opportunity for a walk in the countryside or a relaxing bar. And you may be thinking that not having these, an opportunity to do these things, is what is causing you to not feel relaxed, and so you're turning to food to be relaxed, okay? When you think that you get to feel relaxed because of the things that are happening in your weekend, I want you to know that's not actually the case. So, of course, some of you will not find baths and country walks relaxing. Some of you will have things that you want to do for others and still feel relaxed. Because, of course, what causes you to feel relaxed is how you think about what you're doing and not what you're actually doing, okay? So what this means, what I'm trying to show you here, is there are two ways to explore how you can create a relaxing weekend for yourself if that's something that you want. The first is that you decide, you design, if you like, a relaxed weekend, doing all the things that are enabling you to think thoughts that lead you to feel relaxed. You plan it, you arrange it, you do all those things. And if you can do that, that's great, okay? You can get intentional and you can take control of your weekend. But for those of you who may well be thinking, but that's not realistic. I don't get to set my schedule for the weekend because it's dependent on work and or family. And if this is you, then I want you to know that you can also choose to feel relaxed at the weekend. You are choosing, if you think you're choosing to show up for work and to take care of your family and that it's important to acknowledge yourself and appreciate yourself for that, I really want you to know that because of course you could abscond and run away to the other side of the world, but you're choosing not to because even though you may be telling yourself you don't want to do all these things at the weekend, the truth is that you are choosing to, you are doing it. Okay. And of course, I'm not saying that you choose every single little thing, but you're choosing the life that you're currently living, including all the bits of it that you wish maybe were a little different. Okay. So if you choose to not change your weekend, but you still want your weekend to be relaxing, then it's time to dive deep into thought work. What possible ways can you think about the weekend to help you feel more relaxed? And it could simply be switching from thinking thoughts like, I should have tidied the house because it's such a mess, to thinking, the house is not as tidy as I would like it to be, and that's okay. You might want to think the house isn't tidy because I'm showing up as the business owner, employee, or mum that I want to be, and I like that about myself, okay? When you are seeing that way of thinking about it, you are less likely to feel the burden, the frustration, or the pressure because the house is not as tidy as it could be. When you're not feeling burdened, frustrated, or pressured, it's going to be so much easier for you to feel relaxed. Coming back to my Friday night nibbles example, I would say that on Friday night, I want to feel free and unburdened and relaxed, okay? I can see that the food was helping me with creating that, in the moment because I was eating it in a way that was quite indulgent. The gin and tonic or wine was probably physically contributing to the feelings of relaxed as well. And whilst I was having thoughts of enjoying what I was doing, I was also unburdened. Not because the things that I had focused on during the week had magically disappeared and gone away, but because I wasn't thinking about them. So knowing what was happening and what I wanted, my challenge, if you like, was to create a Friday night that led me to feeling free, to feeling unburdened and feeling relaxed without eating in such a way that I felt physically awful the next morning. And without eating in such a way that I would have a Monday morning gain on the scales. 
and it took a bit of experimenting. What I discovered is that I could get just as much enjoyment from the evening without having the wine or gin and tonic quite easily. I could have a glass of slimline tonic with frozen fruit in it and enjoy that just as much. I found that playing some music helped me to feel the occasion was more enjoyable than if I didn't play music. I found that I wanted to have the Friday nibbles because it was also a connection with my husband and with my children. So I didn't want to not have that. I just had to find a way to make it work for me. But the food itself didn't really make too much difference. This is what I also discovered. So even though I thought it was maybe about the crisps or the nuts or the dip and all of that, I discovered that actually swapping those crisps for crudités for chopped vegetables and maybe swapping the mini sausages for chicken bits didn't lessen my enjoyment of the experience of the evening. I still got the feelings that I wanted to. And rather than have the nibbles and then have a meal too and feel stuffed, what I would do is plan something lighter for the meal, such as a tomato mozzarella salad, or because especially the kids loved it and it was so easy, sometimes I would get some uh, like pre-prepared sushi from the supermarket as well. So what I really am trying to show you is I want you to decide how you want your weekend to make you feel and then think what circumstances you can create for yourself to make it easy to think the thoughts that will help you create those feelings, that will create those feelings for you. Okay. Now I chose foods that I still thought were tasty, that were less likely to lead to a weight gain. I created a non-alcoholic drink that helped me think this is a nice cold treat, just like I would if I was having a glass of wine but I didn't feel as hungry the next day because I'd been drinking, which is another side effect of me having wine in an evening. I chose music that even though I wouldn't consciously think I enjoy this music, I found that it was uplifting. It lifted up my spirits and it would just do that. You can totally design your weekend to give you what you want without using food to do that for you. So think about whether it's this weekend or if the weekend is here already, think about next weekend and decide what you can start to do to start loving your weekend even more than you do right now, whilst eating in a way that your future self will thank you for. Okay. And as I said, if you're working with me, don't forget, go and grab the worksheet that accompanies this podcast episode because it's going to help you do that work and apply it to your weekend. And if you're interested in learning more about how you can use the tools that I teach to help you, come along to the free masterclass on Tuesday, the 26th of October at 7.30pm, which is all about the five steps to end emotional eating. All the details and the link to register are available at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash masterclass. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning supported by twice weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six month lose weight, live life, group coaching, mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.